race fans, welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you by ShortTrackExclusives.com. I'm your host, Thomas Battis, alongside two other Short Track Guys in the studio, Jim Pokerant, driver of the 07 Can't Quit Fishing.com sportsman, and 2021 sportsman champion at Five Flag Speedway here locally in Pensacola, Florida, and Ted Baber, Ted Baber Video Productions, also locally here in Pensacola, Florida. It's always great to see you guys in the studio. What's up? Another evening of fun. <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot to cover, too. We uh, we actually have some on-site experience and some notice. Yes. Yeah, some other mm-hmm. stuff coming up. Uh, I want to run down uh, that, that Sportsman deal is coming up with a preview uh, here locally at Five Flag Speedway for the Snowball Derby in the Sportsman class. Uh, November 19th will be a preview uh, with a little prize money. We're going to get to that with Jim and... Uh, the Miss Snowball Derby pageant uh, this Friday night, November 19th at Phineas Boggs at Historic Seville Quarter in downtown Pensacola. We'll get into that, too. we got a little bit more information on that one. Uh, we've got an update on car counts at Snowballs and a Snowflake Entry. Um, we're going to do some recaps uh, on some races that happened this past weekend with the Fall Brawl at Hickory Motor Speedway and Show Me the Money series at Irvington, Alabama in Mobile, yep. uh, the Leaf Fields Memorial, which we were really proud to be there and, and excited and, and really privileged to be there. We're going to get to that, too. We've got some shout-outs. We've got some upcoming events coming this uh, this weekend and following weekend, and uh, we're going to back it up and get into that sportsman shop. See what Jim's got going on this 07 for the preview. Well, we're just getting her all ready for the Derby. Um, got practice coming up. The... Uh Paint job didn't turn out as light nice as I'd like for it to have for the preview, but it's okay. We're not out there to be pretty. We're out there to set some fast times and run better. So that's what we're going to do. Taking Mike Gorham out in the uh, 343 Ben Cranford uh, sp- uh, Pure Stock. We're going to run some laps. I'm going to drive it to make sure you know I'm comfortable in it. I'd like to try it out. We're trying to get Mike faster so he has a shot at the Derby. Uh, going to be a good time. Y'all ought to come out and check it out. I think that uh, y'all really enjoy um being out there in the sun, enjoying some race cars going around, the camaraderie. We're all just going to hang out and have a good time spend the day. It'd be a good day to spend the day. If you want to come out and give us a hand, hey, come on out to the track and check in with the 07 and the 343. It's free in the stands, but you only have to pay for going to the pits. It yeah, it's, it's 25 in the pits. Right. So, it's <laughs> come on out. Yeah. <laughs> have a good time. I think there's some, are we talking about the preview, right? Yes. Yeah, there's the some preview. prize money involved with that, yeah, too. Yes, there is. Uh, each individual uh, class has... Uh, so much money allotted to them for the fast time uh, of the the day throughout the day. So we'll have to see how that works. Well, out. it's it's not it's it's you pay for a transponder, and then of course you're going to buy tires. You're going to spend more than you're going to make, but it's the prestige. I get it. But what they're going to do is they'll have a late run in the day. It'll be towards the end of the night. They'll they'll announce, okay, this is the money run. Be ready, and then they'll they'll send each division out individually and see who gets it. So it's a neat idea. It's a neat concept. It would be cool to do, but I'm not spending $500 on tires to win 200 bucks. It's just it's not economically feasible. Wouldn't so, be prudent. <laughs> no, not this juncture. Right. So, yeah, well, I mean, it, it's it, a neat it's deal. Different. It is yeah. a neat deal. It's a great concept. And I think this is like the third or fourth year that they've been oh, doing longer that. Than that. I think yeah. four or five. Oh, I think really? It's been okay. going on a while. So, five years, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a neat deal. I mean, if if you can afford it, that's awesome. I, I think it's cool to go for it. Why not? Yeah, and that's going to be the preview uh, Saturday, November nineteenth, with prize money on the line for all the classes that are uh, going to be the fastest that day. So um, that's going to be followed up the next night downtown in historic 
Seville Quarter at Phineas Fogg's, the Miss Snowball Derby pageant, which we mentioned last year, and it is a pretty big deal. Oh, yes. And there are 19 contestants this year. So if that tells you it's growing just as big as a snowball, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, for its its situation, yeah. And and my buddy Mike Gorham, who's driving the 343, his daughter's going to be in it. Um, There's a bunch of young ladies that are going to try to be Miss Snowball, so... I think I'm going to go down and, and uh, watch Friday night just because I think it'll be neat. I've never been. That will be the Miss Snowball Derby pageant this Friday night, November 19th at Phineas Foggs down in Seville Quarter at Historic Downtown Pensacola. Uh, we don't have the names, but we do know that they have now been uh, upgraded to 107 late models in both series, pros and supers, 58 supers, 49 pros to get into the Snowflake and the Snowball Derby just to qualify. So they're going to be here all week, and they're going to be here quickly. Yep. Yeah, I heard uh, through Tim Brown they're going to limit a little bit of practice because of the tires. Right. So yeah. they're, maybe we'll be able to hang out and not have to yell over late models running <laughs> thousands of laps in practice and burning off tires, right. which would make it a little more fun to be be out there because it sucks when you're out there trying to talk to your crew chief and ah, you got to yell over late models. But – it's going to be a good show, and that many cars. Wow, it's they're going to they're going to be packed in there like sardines. Son. Heck is going to be just god awful <laughs> trying to get yeah. all those cars through pre race, post race check. Oh, I remember one year when we were running Super Stock, and uh, Fritz Augustine was the head tech official, and they come over the PA and said all Super Stocks to tech. Okay, and there was probably fifty of us. Oh God! So we all go down there, and the late models are here. We're here. And late model crew chiefs are cussing us. We're cussing late model crew chiefs. It was getting kind of bad. But Fritz comes out, what are y'all doing here? Your announcer announced for us to be here. <laughs> oh, okay. And that's back when they had one set of scales. Uh, yeah, it was a nightmare. We were stuck. We couldn't leave because we were, we were already wedged in there. Where are we going to go? You know, none of us could leave. So what he had to do was break it up and get us, just roll us through. He didn't even go through tech. He just rolled us through. Well. What a nightmare. I mean, I, I remember years being in the mud. I mean, but we do it every year, so, I mean, there's no complaining. It's just, no. I've, I've had my car on jack stands and had a river of water running underneath <laughs> it because it was pouring rain, you know. I mean, it's it's a snowball. Yep. Yeah. And what do you think, you guys, your your opinions and what your thoughts are, what do you think the Snowball Derby winning it means to a driver? A ton. I mean, it can jumpstart your career like no other race can. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, well, look at all the drivers, like I said, that are in Cup. Yeah. I mean, Hunter Nemechek, uh, Chase Elliott. Um, Eric Jones. Eric Jones. I mean, and Eric Jones beat Kyle Busch yes. in a six-lap side-by-side oh. duel. <laughs> and and Busch was all upset about it, and we heard the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what took place after that, his wife said, well, either quit fussing or hire him. And, and he, he hired Eric Jones, and he won the <laughs> truck championship his rookie season. Right. Then went on to win, win the the – the uh, Xfinity Championship, yep. and now he's driving for GMS Petty, which he landed in that team at the right time because yes. Jimmy Johnson's coming on board mm-hmm. and as a part owner, so that team's going to have the money finally, finally <laughs> to run up front. I mean, Eric Jones won a race this year and yep. and had shots at several races, so that's just going to get better for him. And and I'm I'm proud of him to be at that team because I you know the, I can't you can't find anybody saying bad about Richard Petty and no. it's number forty three and he won in the iconic forty three right. When it's the iconic 43 is actually 200th race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the 40, cool. yeah. Yeah. The 43 has never won 200 races. Richard Petty has. Right. 
but that's that's neat and I'm I'm glad to see it and winning this race means a lot to your career it's just prestige dude I'm I'm a snow even in the lower divisions yes mm-hmm. I mean to, to, for me to win that race would be the biggest race I've ever won yep. and and it's still on my bucket list still a dream and I want it to happen so we're going to give them all the heck they want and see what happens. Yeah. So much more. Well, 58 super late models and 49 pro late models. And you're going to probably have 50 or 60 plus local classes in there. albeit not at the same time. Now we've got no. two classes, three classes, one or two nights a week. So there, but total entries into this event for four nights of racing, uh, pushing 160, 170 cars. Yeah. At oh, least. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, the outlaws bring a ton. Yeah, they always. they race on uh, Friday, don't yeah. they? Yeah, they're they're pretty much on their own. So right. they got pretty in the modifieds. I think run on Saturday, so it kind of spreads them out. I wish they would put another division, maybe put the trucks in with the outlaws, let us have our own night. But you know, it's it is what it is. We got to deal with it. But it uh it, it all depends on the weather. I mean, if it's right. wet, we're we're going to be walking around in the mud. That's if it's it. dry, we're in pretty good shape. So. It's always a good show, always fun, stressful on Thursday night for me, and then the rest of the weekend I spend enjoying. <laughs> I already have my bottle of Crown ready to keep warm, so we're going to have a good time. Yep. Friday well, that's a, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's really a, a, a Snowball Derby rundown, or our preview, actually, yes. um, you know, with a sportsman deal in that shop, getting ready for the preview on Saturday the 19th with prize money on the line for the fastest lap that's got the transponder, we understand, but... <laughs> Uh, the Miss Snowball Derby pageant uh, the, the night after down in, in Pensacola. The snowball entries uh, just keep increasing. You never know who's going to show up. Maybe Chase Elliott be on the list a little bit later. Who knows? You um, never know. Let's never. talk about some recaps now. The Lee Fields Memorial. Uh, we were there in person. And uh, guys, what did you take away from that big pro late model event? Shivers. <laughs> yeah, that was cold. It yeah, was for sure. Brutal. First, give a shout out to Gina for letting us go and and appreciating the fact that we were there. And and, uh, the car count didn't turn out like we thought it should. Great racing for what they had. Um, And I I just hope that that track gets better and better as it goes on because she's trying her dangest to make it a good place. And uh, the racing was good. I mean, the sportsman race turned out to be a kind of a barn burner and the late model race almost ended up being being stolen away from mr thompson so yep. good show truck race was i mean that 33 truck was gone <laughs> i don't think anybody had anything for him out <laughs> but i mean the truck that runs second was bubba gale who turned him sideways by the way did you see that when he yep. he jacked him one time i mean that that dude is a legend in pensacola and mobile bubba gale is i don't know if he's the guy that you want to tick off <laughs> oh no i've seen him tear some people's stuff up before he, he'll say he'll teach you a lesson that's mm-hmm. for sure he, you give that kid a butt kick and he ain't never had <laughs> yeah you go into turn three and you get bumped it's a long way to the bottom <laughs> mm, yeah well he fixed a little bit of that but uh, mm, i've only been off there once in a super stock and it was no fun because you get down that dark you can't see you don't know where you are <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah i had to wait on the safety truck what's the matter i said i can't see well follow me all right and i followed him out of there but yeah good show though i mean congratulations on all the winners man it was it was a great great race night um i mean it was just so cold it was hard to get anybody in the stands i it's it just stinks when it's cold like ace people don't want to sit there and freeze no i didn't stand up there on top of that tower and freeze and i mean that wind was cutting across that tower it got so cold the leg clamps on the tripod started coming loose (laughs) holding the camera up going "Uh, can't shoot 
<laughs> Great. Well, me, me and Thomas had your back. We were down in the car and with a heater on watching the back straightaway for you. Thanks, so. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, I was animating Ted replying on the text. Then his hands are shaking because he's shivering. He can't, he can't touch the screen. <laughs> it, it looked like, it, it, uh, yeah, we get some of the cerebral palsy trying to text. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much what it was. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's shaking to death. But it was yeah. cold. I, ooh, yeah. Man, it was nasty. Because we left Pensacola in short sleeve shirts. Yeah. Got to Mobile and we went to get out and was like, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, it was a 20 degree, 25 degree difference between yeah. here and Mobile. It was nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> well, you can do the congratulations to the outlaw winner, J.J. Day. The pro trucks was yeah. Dustin Smith. Pro stocks was Jimmy Hollingsworth. And then the legacy yeah. stock was Robert Loper, which is uh, really a local over here in uh, what, yeah. the pure stock class? Pure He's stock pure stock yeah. champion. And Track he champion. ran a sportsman the other night, too, as a matter of fact. Yep. He doubled up. Uh, I Tripled tell you, up. Dustin almost up. almost did steal that pro late away from Grant, but I mean he tried, and I saw him back off and give it one last shot, and he, it just wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> also, was... also watched Dylan Courtney almost try to take some revenge out on somebody. He got roughed up coming out of two. He just bailed off in turn three, tried to get him. Fortunately, slid up and didn't get make contact, or could have been. Yeah, at that speed, you don't need to be doing that stuff. You'll hurt somebody. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, it, the, you're right about that. It was congratulations to Grant Thompson. That yeah. young man's got a future in the sport. He does, he works very hard. He's one of the young kids that actually works on the equipment yeah. with his dad. And it's just him and his dad yeah. most of the time. And they get that car flying. His dad's good people. I, I can tell they're buying fire suits every, every season, if not more often, because he's grown a lot from the last time I saw him. Oh, yeah. He's getting big. He's, <laughs> I mean, I remember when he was just a little squirt. Now he's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, Dang, well, I'm put a brick on top of your head to keep you from growing. That's what my dad used to tell me. <laughs> Good times, though. Great racing. Yeah. Like I said, thank you to Gina for hosting us over there. Yes. That was that was an awesome thing to do. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we had a great time, and uh, it was a great show. Oh, I mean, yeah. it was a great time uh, all in all. Uh, we didn't think driving over from Pensacola, the weather was going to hold out, but it... It ended up being okay, uh, albeit head shivering a little bit. Um, we had it taken care of down in the pits. But, um, yeah, thank you, Gina, for all your hospitality. And um, we look forward to getting back with you uh, and seeing you again sometime uh, in Mobile. Very soon. Yep. Yeah. yep. So we've got uh, we've got some shout-outs. Um, uh, the Carolina Prolate Model Champion, Josh Lauder. Uh, we mentioned um, Keith Graham and his wife uh, controlling that series up there in the Carolinas. And what a great job they've been doing. But... Congrats to uh, Josh Louder for winning that championship. Bobby McCarty is another one that we have uh, mentioned quite a bit. Uh, has been selected to drive for the RNS race cars, which is Marcus Richmond and Steve Stallings uh, in 2023 next year with the Cars Tour. So congratulations to him in that move. Um, it's uh, kind of a bittersweet, I understand, from reading some of uh, the words. Uh, but good luck for there, and we'll we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Bobby McCarty stable there with RNS race cars. Uh, Joe Belash uh, has been selected as a director of operations for the Stars National Series that we have mentioned here uh, a few episodes ago. And congratulations to him. And that that solidifies to me that they've got that series uh, on the right foundation and on the right track to bring something really big to uh, short track racing. Very good. I, I would love to see a national series where you could have a local guy become a national champion. You know, because there, there's these kids coming up, but you got guys like Bubba Pollard or Stephen Nassie that could get the job done. Right. You know, uh, Matt Craig or any of those guys, you know, it'd be cool to see them become a national champion. I hope it uh, works out because, like you say, the late model classes, they're 
a bunch of scattered different kinds of formats and people that are running, but not a consolidated championship, and that's what they need. Well, yeah. and they need to make the cars affordable. Right. You know what I mean? Make us make the series where a lot of local guys like McCarty and all these guys could get a car, put it together, and come race. Mm-hmm. I think the all these the Midwest rules because they're cheaper. I, in my opinion, that's what Bubba told him not to mess with the Midwest because right now their late model racing is killing it. Well, do you think there might be a series? And we've gotten to this discussion before, even you know before we got started, and then maybe last, maybe I touched it in an episode or two ago about the difference with the late models on dirt and the money that's going in. Is there a series out there that might compete with that to have that money brought in with a big sponsor like the Dirt Late Model Series? Hopefully, like the national series. Well, yeah. hopefully the stars will do it because, you know, they got the right people in place and it's going to be pretty big. You know, it's not going to be regional. It's going to be national. So they got to get the money and I think they can do it. The Like I said before, the difference between a dirt late model and asphalt late model is asphalt late models cost more to race, but there's cut money in there. So the purses don't mean anything to the drivers. They're just here getting experience so they can move up. Right, yeah. Dirt yeah. late model racing, those guys are out there making a living. So... Yeah, they, they it made sure they made $800,000, but how much did they spend in fuel and expenses? And then they have to pay for their, you know, got to pay themselves, pay their guys. You know, I mean, it's... it's And they've got dozens of races they run. Oh, some of them run 50, 60, 70 yeah, races so. a year. So if you divide all that up, mm. you know, it, it, it it's, it's... But these guys make a living... And I, I I love to go to dirt late model racing because it's fun to watch those guys racing, you know, beating and banging and swapping paint just like they do on asphalt. But, you know, I mean, asphalt racing needs needs a shot in the arm, dirt right. especially late models. And hopefully this star series will be the one that does it. Well, those are those are just a few of the shout outs that we've uh, run down. We've got a few more we're going to put out next Wednesday with the Port City shout out because a lot of Port City, from what I understand, and a lot of the media that's coming in my way, uh, a lot of this Port City stuff is coming down on the pull down for the Snowball Derby and the Snowflake. So watch out Port City and that Bubba Follard stable and that whole crew. Oh, yeah. yeah. it's good. They're, they're, All the chassis manufacturers, the good ones will be represented. Fury, uh, right. Seneca, right. all the big names will be there. And that's Dillon. Well, Dillon's no longer around. I Gark. Mean, Gar- yeah, Gark, Grand American oh, yeah. Race. Old uh, Augie Grill. Augie Grill, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to – Augie will probably drive one this year. He's in both races. Is he? So is Bubba. I noticed that Bubba signed up for the Alan Turner race. He didn't do it last year, but no. he's he's in there for the Alan Turner. So mm-hmm. he's bringing two cars. That, you know, hey, that's oh, going to yeah. be fun to watch. It's going to be a good yeah, race. He's won the Snowflake, what, two times? Twice, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Would have so, been a third time if Nasty hadn't spun him out, but <laughs> we won't go there. No, 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 because Nasty is now one of the premier, if well, not yes. growing he, premier uh, short track drivers in the country. And, he is. Uh, he's mellowed out. You know, he's gotten his his head back on top, so or he can race level headed, and you know, you're more successful if you just you don't just try to tear everybody's stuff up all the time. Yeah. Just be smart. Be smooth. <laughs> be smart, smooth, and fast. Well, I'm going to bring up a name that we have mentioned. Uh, it's been a quite a while because we haven't really touched on 417 Speedway down uh, in Punta Gorda, Florida, uh, with Jesse Dutilli. Uh, I met a couple of his friends. Uh, I think it was his first trip to Snowball Derby in that 30 car? 30 car. Yeah, Carbone. 30 car. 30. And um, I, I got to know him and started following him, and we started covering 417. And uh, I think Michael House is one of the drivers down there. Or is it Michael Atwell? Atwell. Atwell. Atwell, number 51, yeah. Okay, well, I don't have any uh, names that I'm familiar with before 17 coming to the Snowball Derby, but they have a big race coming up on the 26th 
which is Saturday. It is the Bill Bigley Super Late Model 128 Memorial, 30000 to win uh, at 417 Southern Speedway. And we kind of look for Jennifer Brinson to put something back up on Facebook. Yeah. And we get a little preview. <laughs> and I kind of missed that because I was, I was, we we watched it consistently. Right. Okay. And uh, But that's a big race coming up, and you don't want to miss that because some of those drivers may end up coming up late entries here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Jared Irvin was the, uh, Ernie Irvin's son was the, uh, track champion at 417 in super late models. He's going to be in that Billy Bigley Memorial race. I mean, it's, it's going to be a barn burner. It's $30,000. That's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a big chunk for yeah. that little old racetrack. So, uh, look forward to him. Billy Bigley was a heck of a race car driver. I remember him racing the All Pro Super Series back in the day. Yeah. That's the Bill Bigley super late model 128 Memorial. 30,000 to win November 26th is Saturday night, uh, 417 Southern Speedway. Wow, we look forward to keeping up with that because there's going to be some big names down there. Uh, we've got one more uh, on the docket here in the South Carolina 400 at Florence. Um, we all know there are a couple of big names are going to be in that. They're already in it, and we've seen a couple of their their cars that are uh, pretty sporty. Uh, it was formerly known as the Myrtle Beach 400. Uh, Ty Majeski has won the last two. South Carolina 400s, uh, but Dale Earnhardt Jr. headlines the event with that number three mm. Bass Pro Shops car. That's cool. That, mm. that is really cool because I'm going to tell you, he, he is excited. I've been listening to his, his podcast, and he's excited about it. After he did so well at, uh, at North Wilkesboro. Yeah. And he had the crowd on their feet. They, there was people they were talking about said they thought the grandstands were going to collapse when he when he passes. <laughs> he passed for second, got to second. He just didn't want to pressure Quapple. I believe he probably could have won it had he kept going. Well, this one doesn't count for the Cars Tour Championship, it's just, so it's, it's 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 let them all hit the floorboard, <laughs> let her drag, son. Because he, he, I mean, the dude's got a ton of talent. I never thought. I always thought he did. I mean, everybody said he was spoon-fed, and if you ever listened to him, his dad didn't give him a dang thing. He worked for everything he had because his dad would have took it away from him. So that's mm-hmm. going to be a good show, and it's going to be a good good field of cars. Real good crowd. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got some other entries with uh, Bobby Tumbleston third, which we have talked about, uh, I think, in a street stock race uh, not too long ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Brendan Queen, uh, Caden Honeycutt, Connor Jones, Matt Craig, and Katie Hettinger. Uh, just a few in that race uh, coming up. Uh, with the South Carolina 400, and that, I mean, you want to talk about stellar fields. Every race we talk about are drivers that we, they're just really, really good. Yeah. Of talent. <laughs> well, the the thing about it is that the, you're not out of talent in super late model racing. Yeah. It's just you got to have the money to do it. Right. It ain't like it was back in the day when you built your own late models and you could run them all across the southeast. Ain't none of that no more. No. You got to have yeah. that money. <laughs> it helps. It, it takes money, it takes help, it takes friends, it takes family, it takes time, um, it takes everything to make it, and uh, I think that's what maybe winning a feature makes you feel so good about it. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. You work you work nights in the garage till 2 in the morning, and you load the car at 6 a.m. with the starter because you can't crank it up in the neighborhood you live in, <laughs> and you've been up all night, and you're tired, and you go to work, and you work all day, and you go to the racetrack, and the, and the satisfaction of unloading your race car making laps, and then when you finally break through and win a feature. <laughs> you just all giggly. Oh, man. I mean, I had to go two hours from home to win my first one, but I remember my first Five Flags feature, I led wire to wire. I qualified, and we drew the, we did the invert, and I started on the pole, and I won the race. And it was funniest because the guy that, that paid to help get my motor built run, I, I, he, I beat him. He run second that night, Bo Resmondo. Yep. 
And I'll never forget it because I kept, I'd come off the corner and my spider's like, he's about two cars back. I could see a shadow on the wall and I knew where he was and I beat him. And uh, the guy that built the motors had a one, two finish. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. But yeah, you're absolutely right, man. It, it went in a race. There's nothing like it, man. I mean, being in a race car for a long time, like I was without a win was cool. But when you finally break through and <laughs> you win one, whole different ball. Oh, it's, it makes that crack a thousand times worse, man. You're just willing <laughs> to get what you got to get to get the race car on the track and go faster. <laughs> so it's, it's a, it's a it, short track is the best sport in the world. And if you don't believe me and you're a big NASCAR fan, take your butt to a Saturday night short track and watch the guys that pull in an old beat up pickup truck that work for a living. Their hands are greasy. They get in the car and they drive. They pop a beer after the race. And talk to the fans, and those are the neatest guys in the world, man. They're fun to watch. And I'm I'm one of them, and I'm proud and love every second of it. Well, you know, it's it's always a good time. Uh, we're not going to be uh, in the studio next Wednesday. Uh, we want to wish Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Yeah, uh, Thursday, uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna enjoy the festivities and eat turkey and, and reminisce with the family. We're gonna throw some little short track racing in the conversation, I'm sure, but. Uh, we will catch up with everything the following week, but uh, certainly want to throw out a happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yeah, yeah happy Thanksgiving to y'all. And, you know, the week after that is the Snowball Derby, and mm-hmm. we will we will do a video from the racetrack Wednesday night when we do our, uh, our, green, flag. Uh, yeah, our green, green flag, flag party. Yeah. And then and Tuesday night, don't forget, Hooters. Hooters, right. Pensacola Beach, the pre-race party. Everybody come out and, and see your drivers. There's a lot of drivers going to be there, so it'll be, it's, a, it's a fun night. Yeah, have everybody come out the 19th and uh, check Jim out with his uh, preview. Yeah, please come out and help support us. And uh, if you if you would love to, we'd love to have you Tuesday night out out there. Come out and meet your favorite driver. Right. You'll come be bowling chipping out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, come yeah. on out and enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your uh, beer. Um, enjoy Hooters, have something to eat, you know, and, and sit down and talk to us. We'll, we'll be there. Short track guys will be there. Yeah. So come on out. Yeah, it's always always great to get you guys in the studio and talk short track racing. We all get excited about it, and I know the notes flow back and forth throughout the week to get things ready. Um, it's always a, a pleasure, and uh, I can't thank you guys enough. And I think Ted's going to do the honors, or maybe Jim. I don't know. We flip a coin. Oh, we, we, for the one, two, three? Yeah. Okay. We'll do it. One, two, three. Let's go, Brandon. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks for listening.